Welcome back. This is Shamina. This is the Two Quick Things podcast. Let's get into it. Opinions. You ever heard that phrase that says, like, opinions are like assholes, everybody has one? Uh, <laughs> which low-key is, like, extra funny, but, it, I mean, it's true. And I find myself in times where I have to vacillate between giving an opinion and um, keeping stuff to myself. And people who ask for your opinion and you know damn well they probably won't want to hear it because usually when we someone's asking for our opinion, they think perhaps we're in alignment and have the, having the same thought. And I can't tell you how many times I've been asked for my opinion and then given my opinion and then the person is surprised by what I've said because they thought like, oh, I thought we were on the same page. And really, they likely haven't been listening the whole time or like paying attention to the relationship because I'm giving my opinion generally based on what I think at the moment and what I, perhaps I know about the person or the situation. Um, I think I said this in an earlier episode. I have an ability to be annoyingly objective about things. And that's even with myself and like calling myself on my own bullshit and my own like stuff like that. So thinking of opinions and when people ask, I'm always, always, even if it doesn't seem like I'm hesitant, I'm always hesitant to say what it is that I actually think because people don't usually want to know. And then I don't want to put myself in this position where someone has an attitude with me because they've asked my opinion and I've given what my actual opinion is, even when I'm like low key slash high key, I'm like real predictable in those things. And so I don't tend to say things that make people feel great. And I'm not saying things that are intentionally making people feel, you know, crummy, but I'm trying to give someone my opinion. I also think there are times when it's okay to give an unsolicited opinion, especially in my opinion, if in my opinion, in my thought, if I'm trying to save someone from stepping in a landmine or making mistake that a mistake that I have made before, or I can see where that path is going, or I know the person that they're interacting with, and I'm like, let me give you some unsolicited advice or an unsolicited opinion, and then you can make your decision based on whatever you want to do. But no, I'm going to try, especially if I'm paying attention and I care, I'm going to try to catch you before you make that decision. That's, I don't know if that's good. I don't know if that's bad, but I certainly try to do that in spaces where I can. Um, but yeah, opinions are, are crazy, especially when you get asked for your opinion on something and you look around, you're like, are you talking to me? You, you want me to give me, give you my opinion? And then there's like a split second that you have to think like, okay, I'm going to go all in and I'm going to actually give my opinion or you have to stop and consider the relationship that you have with the person and their ability to handle your opinion or your advice um, depends on how you deliver the message. But yeah, there's there's the, that split second decision where you're like, this could be a real fragile situation and conversation or I think this person can actually hear what I have to say. So Opinions are those crazy things, and don't you think it's funny when someone asks your opinion, and you know they don't want your actual opinion, they just want to be able to defend their decision, 
or the things that the thing that they are going to do or they have already done. And they just want to play the devil's advocate. And I always say, I don't advocate for the devil. And if you're trying to get into that conversation with me about going back and forth and beefing with you on something that's not a beef at all, I'm just not going to do it. I'm going to be like, okay, that's cool. And then I'm going to move on from there. Because what I'm not going to do is sit there and argue with you about something that you've asked my opinion on. You have asked me. If you wanted to just have your opinion and keep it, you should have not asked me or you should have asked somebody else who you know is just going to say the thing that you want to hear because that's generally not me. And it's certainly putting me put me in some sticky slash precarious situations, but I'm like, you asked the question, so I was trying to be honest and upfront about that because um, I'd rather not be the person that holds back and has to like pretty up my answer or make it, so cute that the message is lost. So that's me, good, bad, or indifferent. But yeah, opinions were on my mind today, so I wanted to share a little bit about that. Um, my second quick thing for today is a realize, realization that sometimes you lose. Sometimes you take the L. Sometimes things don't go the way that you plan. Sometimes you fall flat on your face. And that is, let me normalize that for you. That is okay. I have had to normalize that for myself and remembering that it is okay that I don't win at everything. And the losses hurt. They sting the the losses that you know are going to be losses, the losses that surprise you. Any loss stings. I think an important thing to be mindful of is not living in that place of like, I'm stung and so I'm paralyzed and I, I don't know how to rebound from that. So... There are times when I have made decisions that I thought, like, this is a well-thought-out decision. I have thought about the following things related to this and the impact it's going to have on other people. And I make the decision, and it's the wrong one. And certainly, I'm human, so I beat myself up about it. I think, how in the hell could I have avoided this decision or this loss, um, and why am I in this situation? And then I realize a few things. I'm human. I was brave enough to make a decision and make a choice, even if that meant that I was going to lose and that I'm going to get some valuable feedback either from myself, which is probably going to be the most harsh and critical of feedback. And I'm going to get it from people that know me and hopefully whose opinions I value. And that doesn't necessarily mean their opinion of me, but I value their work. I value hearing what they have to say. I value their approach to situations. And I can genuinely and truly hear what they're saying in terms of the feedback. But there's so many times when we lose at something or we take the L or we make a decision that was the wrong one at the time and we get stuck in that space and we don't know how to get out of. And then we become so shy and worried about making the next decision because we took the L on the last decision. So then we want to over consult. We want to overdo it with all the people that we think needs to be a part of the conversation. We want to uh, ask somebody else to make the decision for us because we're afraid. Um, And really there are very few times in your career and I'm not saying it never happens, but there are certainly very few times in your career where you're going to make a decision. It's going to be the wrong one. You're going to take the L and you're going to get terminated or fired for it. 
that doesn't that's that's not a huge thing that happens all the time, especially when you have developed a work ethic and relationships with folks and people know your work and you actually do and engage in good work. When you take the time to do and engage in good work, people trust that you are making decisions that are thoughtful, that are appropriately consultative, and that you don't make those decisions lightly. You think them through. You are not directive about it, but you engage the people that need to be engaged. And so that's oftentimes knowing who needs to be engaged in a conversation to consult or to weigh in, or maybe they have some sort of political background, political, not necessarily like, like the political landscape of the world, but the politics of like a campus or a workplace or a culture you have a sense of that. And so people will trust that you will make decisions in the best interest of the organization and or the supervisor that you're working with. So don't take those things lightly, but I, I know that it can be really hard and difficult to make decisions and take the L. Um, I've certainly taken more than enough L's in my life to know, okay, this sucks. How do I not get into my own head and beat myself up about it and overthink it and then become paralyzed with fear that I'm going to the next every decision that I going that I make from this point forward is going to be the wrong decision. No one's going to trust me. I'm going to become unreliable. There's such a power in figuring out how to interrupt that for yourself. I have learned to interrupt that for myself after years of realizing I'm beating myself up over something that in the grand scheme of things is not going to change the landscape of the work that I do. It's not going to make the company or organization go belly up. No one's going to come like storming through my door based on a decision that I make that was the wrong one or that I took the L for. It has literally never happened to me that I've gotten so beat up from the outside noise and narrative that someone hasn't um, that someone has let me go. They've taken the time to counsel me, to mentor me, to help me think around like, how could you have avoided this? Or did you think about the following things with, the, with regard to that situation? But sometimes you take the L, but you cannot live in that space. Each person has to define what it means to, you know, maybe you have a, a quick, you know, one night sleepover. Uh, I was going to say one night stand. That's terrible. But one night sleepover with, living in that place of doubting yourself, but then how do you start to, to build that confidence up and make the smaller decisions of things you feel confident in so that you don't, again, become paralyzed by the, the maybe midsize or even the large decision that you made that was the wrong one. So all of those things come into a package of a person when you are building relationships, when you are working through-ish with other people, you, you have that trust. And your supervisors and your colleagues, well, most of your supervisors, they know that you're going to make mistakes. And that is okay. That is how you learn. That is how you grow. That is how you get to the next level, really. You're willing to put yourself out there, make the mistake, and then learn from it, and then not repeat it and move on. Because you, when you can't let those things go, it stunts so many pieces of your life. Professionally, personally, you start to question those things. Relationships, you become scared to fully engage in those because you're afraid you're making a mistake. You see how this is a, a, it can be a spiral and you can go into that real deep. So I encourage you to know that sometimes you will take 
the loss. You will lose, you will not win, and you will likely be a better person for it, and you are going to build up that resiliency and that grit that so many of us um, either learn or the, we inherently have, and you're going to be fine. Um, I had to learn that real hard the first few years of my professional career, even through like this midpoint of my career of, okay, it's not going to be the end of the world if I take the, the L and then I lose on this one. Um, and a quick note, because I have a few minutes, um, I was reading this article, this is a slight pivot, but it's about getting fired. I was reading this article on Inc.com, I'll link it in the show notes, um, eight unexpected signs an employee should be fired. And some of these, I was, thankfully, rarely have I said any of these, but then some some of them I was like, ooh, that's me, I'm glad that I didn't get fired for that. Um, so there are eight of them, I'm going to only read a few. Uh, and if this is you, this is, this is some food for thought. Um, one of these on here is they say, that's not my job. <sighs> Loud exhale. There's so many things. If you listen to, what was it, last episode or two episodes ago of all the things that you can do that are not on your job description that make you stand out to your employer, your supervisor, your colleagues, one of the things that makes you stand out in not a great way is to say, that's not my job and not be willing to be a team player. And I'm not saying take all the hits for everybody and do everything, but there's a point at which you have to kind of step forward and try some things out and be a part of that team if you want to, you know, succeed and be successful and hopefully not get fired at some point. Another one says, um, they think they're, they've already paid their dues and they act like it. So this is the person that says, I don't need to work hard anymore. I've like People know my worth and I've already done that or I've been here so long that of course I'm going to be the next in line for something. And I have certainly seen that come back to backfire against many people. So I'm just going to leave that little gem right there. Um, let's see. What is one more that I can give you before... Uh, sign off for this episode. Um, they are in a hurry to lead the meeting after the meeting. So maybe they're in the meeting, um, but once the meeting is, uh, perhaps they contribute, perhaps they don't. But once the meeting is over, they're ready to kiki about the next thing, about how this happened in the meeting and this didn't such and such. And you can usually see those people because they're giving eyes across the room to other people like, mm-hmm, girl, you know, um, or they immediately rush out after and they start in the gossip train of, well, you know that, that why he said that. You know why she said that. You know this happened, da, 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 da. And they're all about the tea, the gossip, whatever you want to call it. Um, and they're not about the work. That's like, I think there's spaces for us to engage. We all spill a little tea. We all have a little gossip. Um, but if that's all that you have, you spend an all day kikiing with somebody and you ain't doing your work, then that tells me you quite possibly are next up on the chopping block and you don't even know it because you, you're so busy over here knowing all these other things and you don't know your job. I see that all the time. Um, and don't get me wrong. I am certainly an idle schmoozer. I, I picked up that term earlier this year about idle schmoozing. I'm sure I've talked about it on here before. And... I know when the hell to go to my office and get the work done because I can't idly schmooze my way to the next level because somebody's eventually going to pay, be paying attention and see 
that I'm doing all this talk and no action. That should be a whole nother thing. All talk and no action and what that looks like. Because it certainly looks like it's going to stunt your growth professionally. Uh, and it may very well stunt you in other areas of your life. If you all talk and no action, it stunts relationships. It stunts your ability for pe- the ability for people to want to engage with you in the outside world. Because they know you're like, oh, you talk a good game, but you don't follow through on nothing. You can't meet a deadline to save your life. Um, I didn't mean to go off into that little rant and rave there, but like those folks who, who do all the talk and they do all the gossip. And again, we all love Lil T. There's nobody that says like Lil T ain't good if you put some honey in it and a lemon. But if you got all that and you ain't got no substance to what you behind what you're doing, nobody has time for that foolishness. Certainly I don't. So get your work done, do all of those things, and don't find yourself fired. Clearly, this was a little bit on a rant and whatnot. Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk, as people say now. All right, so that's it for this episode. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram. If you look up two quick things, I'm in there. Feel free to um, like, comment, share, slide in my DMs, etc. You can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and I'll put the show notes for that article that I read on Inc. in uh, there so that you can click it. And I will talk to y'all next week. Bye. Bye.